Hey, did you know that Level Break is now available everywhere? Yeah, I mean everywhere. Even on Alexa. Just search Level Break in the Amazon Skills Store or in the Alexa app and add it to your newsfeed. This is Level Break. Level Break. Gaming and tech news for your ear holes. This is episode four of Level Break. It's May 28th, and I'm your host. Todd Harris. Here's your news. Does Death Stranding actually have a release date yet? Not yet. Well, we won't know until tomorrow at least, Wednesday, May 29th. It seems like a video or a teaser is coming. So in a Twitter post by Kojima Productions, it says, quote, the countdown of hashtag Death Stranding has started. May 29th, create the rope. I don't know what that means yet. I don't know what create the rope means. But I'm guessing the most obvious implication of all this is some kind of release date because we've been waiting since E3 2016, three years, to get anything on this, at least for more than a teaser on the game. Maybe this is finally it. Who knows? Speaking of E3, E3 this year is June 11th through 13th in LA. And at our annual shindig of gaming, it's expected that Cyberpunk 2077 will consume all attention. Well, maybe not all, but it's going to consume a lot of attention because, man, we are all so psyched still after that 40-minute reveal in the fall. So last year in the fall, like I said, we were floored by this walkthrough that cyber that the Cyberpunk team, um, CD Projekt Red, submitted to everyone at the Microsoft conference. The walkthrough went into detail around mechanics, atmosphere, character development, player experience. It really gave us a good vibe on the feel of the game. And it really turned, I think, an audience that didn't know much about it onto it. It also turned on an audience that knew a ton about cyberpunk from the board game days. But the only thing that turned people off maybe was the first person perspective. Given that we're all used to The Witcher 3, which was also developed by CD Projekt Red, and that third person feel in that. And it is just something special to be able to see your character like that. So that's the only thing that came up remotely negative. There is a really good chance, considering all the time that's gone into this so far, is that they may patch in some third-person view on this, uh, third-person perspective, but odds are not not at release. So let's keep in mind this game has been in development since before The Witcher 3 was released. This dates us back to 2013, way back when, you know, that phrase, it'll be ready when it's done, motto was prevailing throughout the industry and throughout the years. Actually, I think technically... Blizzard was more famous for that, which is a testament to the quality of their games. And also a testament here to the quality of CD Projekt Red's game, Red games um, and their quality as a developer. But seeing what they did with Witcher 3, we're all okay with this. Take your time, but it's been almost seven years. We want some gameplay, right? We want some gameplay. Give us, give us the gameplay and maybe even a 2020 release date. Hmm. See. Ubisoft might be about to release a subscription service. Apparently, a placeholder image was spotted for something called Ubisoft Pass Premium. It's since been removed, but originally spotted by some Eagle Eye forum members over at Reset Era, according to uh, VG247.com. I guess when you compare Ubisoft to some of its counterparts like EA, it is missing that monthly all-you-can-eat subscription service that gives its members access to a whole ton of games and maybe to some other perks too. 
early access to some other games, beta access, et cetera, et cetera. Similar to what EA, how EA launched Anthem recently, giving EA access members that head start access that week before. I think it angered a lot of people, to be honest with you. It's a little bit annoying to those that don't have access to it, but this is the future of game launches, and I think Ubisoft sees the same. So this would compete with EA Access and any anything else like that. And it seems to be that, you know, it seems to me that Ubisoft has a deep enough library, but it does cater towards a more specific audience. Maybe those examples being the Rainbow Six games, the Division, Ghost Recon games. That is all one type of, of game in a way. There's no Sims equivalent, for example, for Ubisoft that I'm aware of, at least. They have some of those strategy games and they have a few others doesn't matter. They've got enough of an audience. This is something they can use to expand their audience in a way or get more out of their existing audience or their existing gamer gamer, uh, gamer audience. Regardless, it's nice to have it as an option. So we'll see if something gets announced perhaps at E3. Each year, the hardware vendors all get together and battle it out at Computex in Taipei. This year, it's no different. And they're already wowing us with news on what's coming. For my eyes, I've got them on the three-way battle between NVIDIA, Intel, and AMD. AMD may have already hinted towards upcoming dominance, further dominance, through their Computex keynote on May 26th. I believe that's when it was, at least. They announced seven nanometer CPUs and GPUs, and AMD has already brought itself back into relevancy through its Ryzen CPU releases this past year, which are both fast and cost-effective for gamers. The announcement of 7 nanometer CPU GPUs means more of the same, especially these are known to be more power efficient, which is really important. So the baseline Ryzen is the Ryzen 7 3700X, which is like, this is going to be the one I think that most gamers are going to move towards when this gets released. It has an 8-core, 16-thread design, 3.6 gigahertz base clock, and 4.4 gigahertz boost clock, and a 36 megabyte total cache size. AMD provided a performance comparison between 3700X and an i7-9700K running Citibench R20, with the AMD CPU, the 3700X, beating Intel by around 18%. So that's very impressive, and that's not even, that's the baseline. So there's two or three other levels of this new Ryzen chip coming, but this is the one, again, most gamers may move to for that price-performance balance. The big news of the keynote was the announcement of AMD's 12-core, 24-thread, <laughs> 24-thread, 24-thread Ryzen 9 3900X chip, which is the flagship of its third-gen Ryzen family, and this is going to retail around $499, which is cheap for a flagship. Let's be honest, that is cheap. Half the price of Intel's i9-9920X chipset, which is priced at around almost $1,200. So. When are these going to be available? Rumor is they're going to be on sale July 7th. Maybe it's not a rumor. Maybe it's official. But July 7th is the date that's out there in the street right now. So get your wallets ready. Personally, I've been looking not necessarily at GPUs and CPUs, but I've been looking at ultra-wide monitors. So ultra-wide monitors add that extra field of view, right, that we normally don't have in a 16 by 9. Instead, they are a 21 by 9 viewscape. So Computex is going to announced new models, most likely, from MSI, LG, Asus, and Acer, maybe even Dell Alienware. Now, those of us that have been looking at ultrawides for a while now, I'm, I know I have, 
the Alienware, the 3418DW model, which is the 100, 100 hertz overclockable to 120 hertz ultra-wide monitor with G-Sync, is the king of ultra-wides, and it has been for about two years now. It's a combination of features, functions, and of course, the, the Dell Alienware, uh, essentially customer care plan that they will take care of you within three years of buying it if it breaks down or anything. So it's, it's apparently really good. I don't have one, but from what I read about them and what I've heard about them, they are just, uh, it's just the bee's knees for everybody. But it's getting old, right? So another model must be due soon. Maybe this new one will have HDR 1000 certification. There's no HDR in the existing Alienware. Maybe a richer color display, similar to LG's nano display, and maybe 144 hertz refresh instead of just overclockable to 120. So all these are possibilities. All these are possibilities for other brands too. Um, there's already been some announcements by MSI. Uh, there, there are expected to be some with some of the other brands, but I'm not 100% sure yet. We'll have more updates later this week. So as these new models come out at that list price, you know, possibly some maybe at the 899 list price, maybe some a bit higher at the 10, 1100, $1,200 list price, maybe even higher depending on the tech that's included uh, or the size of it, if it's a 35 inch or greater. But many of these 34 inch ultra wides with added features and functionality with this next round, maybe at that 899 price point, which is pretty juicy because that's about where things are going to be for the type of monitor I think many of us as gamers are looking for. So again, some of these new ones may be announced this week. Keep your eyes open if you've been looking at them. If you've been looking at LG, perhaps, if you've been looking at Dell Alienware, maybe we'll get something, get something announced this week. Can't wait to hear about it if we do. That is your Level Break. Feedback, comments, and new submissions can be sent to levelbreakshow at gmail.com. If you want to hear more, subscribe in your favorite podcast app. And until next time, Keep leveling.